0: tonight. Be the beauty, sense the beauty, everywhere worldwide. Take me out to Cafe Binge tonight. Hello everyone and welcome to the Cafe Binge podcast. So I I'm still in Monterey. If you guys listened to my podcast episode last week, you know that I'm here and visiting my sister. I am totally enjoying the sunshine and the ocean walks and spending time in nature. It's been a long cold winter in Utah and I was so craving just getting outside And just being outside in nature, but it was so freezing cold. Um, So I have just been absolutely loving my time here. So excited for summer. So today I want to talk about something that I've explained a little bit about in my Instagram stories. If you guys watch those, you've probably seen me doing this a lot and I've had a lot of questions about it. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about why I ground or earth. You can call it earthing, you can call it grounding. Um, so let me start off by this. You guys have heard me talk a lot about my past days as an esthetician And specifically, an eyelash extension, do I, like a specialist? Do I call it a specialist? I did eyelash extensions for like eight years. Um, I saw so many different clients and I met so many interesting people. I loved, I absolutely loved talking to clients. I feel like that's what kept me doing it for eight years Um, But I loved hearing their stories and experiencing different lives through my clients, just living vicariously. And at one point, so this is probably like six years ago, I did a client who forever more impacted me. Um, It was a woman who came from out of town. She had somehow gotten my number from a mutual contact um, and it was a last minute appointment. I'd had a cancellation and it just... The synchronicity worked to where she could come right when I had a cancellation. And when she came, I instantly loved her. She was so just mindful and present with me. Um, I think she was some kind of celebrity public speaker or something. I knew she was in Utah for an event. And I wish so badly I could remember her name so i could look her up this was years ago but i can't i can't remember her name i just remember that she was totally glowing and she was very spiritual and she spoke so much truth that day to me and she was just so vibey like she had the best vibes going on um guys I don't think this is going to surprise you at all, but I love spirituality. I love it. I don't necessarily love religion, though they can totally coexist, spirituality, religion. But I love spirituality and seeing that everything in the world is spiritual. Science is spiritual. Nature is spiritual. We are spiritual. So this client was spiritual. Um, And not in like a preachy or overbearing way. She was just pure light and love. And that spirit to me is light and love. And for me, when I recognize truth, something that's true for me, it almost feels like I'm waking up or just remembering something I had forgotten but had been there all along. That's how it feels. When something I know is true for me, it just feels like it's always been there and it resonates so deeply with me. So this lady and I, we spoke a lot about truths that day. Um, I remember though, one specific thing she shared with me, which stuck, was when she talked about grounding. And like I said, she was some type of public speaker public figure. And so she had a crazy busy schedule. And so she said, when I'm feeling particularly stressed, I take my shoes off and I go outside to my yard. I plant my bare feet directly in the grass or even better in the dirt. And I just stand there and I breathe until the stress melts away. She said, when you do this, you sync up with earth's energy. You match it. So, at the time, I didn't fully understand it, but it rang true to me, and I remember that very evening trying it out, and I loved it, um, and that was, yeah, like I said, like six years ago, so I didn't practice it daily, it would kind of leave my memory and then it would float back in at different times. Like if I were just sitting on the grass barefoot and I would remember what she said and then notice how good it felt to just sit there in the grass. Um, but it would float in and out different times in my life. Um, but last year I went to go see Deepak Chopra live, which is the best event ever ever. If you guys are Deepak fans and you haven't seen him live, do it. And if you're not Deepak fans or if you have no clue who he is, just jump on board the train. He's wonderful. He's brilliant and wise and such a source of truth for me. Um, His book, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, was my first tasting of his work, and it changed my world. I totally love it. Um, And if you guys are interested in that book, I will link it in the show notes for you. Um, Anyways, at this event, he talked about the six pillars of well-being, which were sleep, like deep, restful sleep. Um, He said, which I loved, he said that sleep was the window to the soul. Um, he said meditation, movement, um, yoga, pranayama. He talked about our emotions and our stress management, um, nutrition, nourishment. And lastly, he talked about our biological rhythms and grounding. Grounding, a pillar of well-being spoken by Dr. Deepak Chopra so my ears perked up right away because I'd heard of it and I knew instantly it was for me I knew it was true for me my soul knew it intuitively I knew it and when I researched it more afterward I was only more deeply convinced so what is grounding or as I usually call it earthing I call grounding earthing um In the simplest of definitions, grounding is just when we take off our shoes and socks and stand, walk, barefoot, right on the earth, right on the dirt, right on the grass. What happens when we put our feet on earth? What we're doing is absorbing energy from mama earth. Um, the earth is endowed with an endless supply of electrons, which is essentially drinking cupfuls of antioxidants when we're putting our bare feet on earth. Okay, so let's take this back just a bit and talk about what antioxidants are and their counterparts, free radicals. So, I know I learned about free radicals for the first time when I was in aesthetic school. I mean, I'd heard of them before, but I didn't know what the term really meant. So, when I was 18, we talked about free radicals. And I learned about them in terms of skincare. Um, That the sun puts off UV rays and these rays... Um, cause free radical formation in the body when those rays hit the skin. And this free radical damage can cause skin cancer and wrinkles and just wreck absolute havoc on the skin. Free radicals means oxidative stress. And I know that this is sounding like a science lesson, but just stay with me. It won't be so long. So what happens when oxygen hits the body is that the oxygen splits into single atoms with unpaired electrons. And maybe this is taking you back to like your 8th grade biology class, but electrons like to be in pairs. Remember that. They like having two electrons. So these unstable atoms that we're going to call free radicals are ones that are looking for another electron so that they can become a pair, so that they can become whole. And the way that they do this is by stealing an electron, which leaves a healthy atom unhealthy and unstable. This is oxidative stress. And what it does is it starts a chain reaction because one will steal an electron which makes the other one steal an electron and all of these unstable atoms stealing electrons. This is what causes cancer and Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's disease, aging skin, inflammatory joint disease, obesity, arthritis, asthma, kidney failure, dementia, and so much more. Well, this brings me to inflammation. Okay, you guys. So, I read this really fascinating article from, I think it was a Harvard med school review review. Um, on inflammation. And you guys, there's so much research out there if you want to do some digging, or not even digging, just a simple Google search. Um, but this article was talking about inflammation and its direct link to disease. And that maybe most diseases, especially the big four diabetes, coronary heart disease, cancer, Alzheimer's, are all caused by inflammation. And I'm, maybe you guys have heard this before that getting the body to heal is reducing inflammation in the body. Um, Inflammation isn't inherently bad. It's a good thing. It's your body's natural response to stress. So if you get hurt, your immune system steps in. It sends white blood cells to aid in the healing to try to keep infection at bay. It protects you against damaged cells, bacteria, viruses, Um, You know if you get a cut on your knee, if you scrape it up, the immune system steps in to heal you. The area will get kind of red and hot and tender and swollen. That is acute inflammation. But there are also other kinds of inflammation. Well, one other that I'm going to talk about, and that's chronic inflammation. Free radicals that I talked about earlier are involved in chronic inflammation, And chronic inflammation is when your immune system gets permanently set to on. It thinks that there's always something wrong that it needs to fight. So it's been said that disease is always silent inflammation somewhere in the body. When the body thinks that you're hurt or that there's stress, it sends white blood cells, which are called neutrophils. I mean, we don't need to know this, but we're talking science, so let's just get into it. Um, and these white cells, when you have an injury, when there's damaged cells, they release these oxygen species. And do you guys remember when I was talking about what oxygen does in the body? It splits. So you have a free radical. So you have these unstable atoms wrecking havoc and you don't have enough electrons. So it does that stealing thing that we talked about is this domino effect where things just get worse in this chronic inflammation cycle. Um, sources of free radicals I just want to mention are, I talked about UV rays, um, tobacco drugs, alcohol, environmental pollutants, um, certain medications and antibiotics, um, and then a diet that includes a lot of like unhealthy fats, like fried foods, potato chips, like you guys know what I'm talking about, um sugar-rich diets, pesticides, herbicides, additives, and stress. Stress will cause major free radical formation. Um, I've talked so much about stress in my other podcasts, I'm not even going to bore you, but stress is a silent killer. It's the number one ager. It's the disease maker and Number one, in my opinion, number one source of free radical damage in the body. We're so stressed out. We are such a stressed out society. It totally breaks us down. If you guys have ever seen um, photos of U.S. presidents before they take office and then after, you guys can totally see what stress To their faces, how it aged them, how it caused wrinkles and darkness and affected their weight, even. Okay, I want to bring us back to the beginning of this episode where we started. Now that I've talked all about atoms and molecules and electrons and free radicals and antioxidants, the earth has an abundance of electrons the earth is negatively charged. And as you stand barefoot on the ground, your feet absorb the earth's healing electrons. You are absorbing millions of electrons, these free electrons, when you're standing barefoot on the earth, which then combat the firestorm of free radicals inhabiting your body which create inflammation and then disease um doing this it also decoagulates your blood it thins it out it makes it less sticky like you don't want ketchup blood um this is what affects heart disease as well um grounding, it helps your nervous system to regulate. So you just feel more at peace. It reduces the inflammation like we talked about because you're getting all of these free electrons in a body that is full of free radicals that are trying to steal electrons. You're giving it what it needs. We are energetic beings. We are energy. We are electricity. We are batteries. Our bodies They are electrical biofields. You guys, when you look at the basic form of all things, like when you look at a molecule, you'll see that it's energy. Electricity and energy is holding all of the parts of the molecule together. I hope that this is all making sense. So we are electrical. What pumps our heart, um, how our brain functions, it's all electrical Our bodies are electrical equipment. And the earth is part of the electrical network. It has a magnetic pull. Watch a lightning storm. Watch how the lightning strikes the ground. If you know anything about electrical wiring, I did not, but I learned, cables before being connected to electricity have to be grounded in order for a safe electrical path to be made. They need grounders. Otherwise, you get a fire in your home. So when you stand on the earth, just like the lightning hitting, there is a transfer of energy. It eradicates those positive atoms, those free radicals. If your body is grounded, you can't have inflammation. The only problem is that we, as humans, we're no longer grounded. We are so removed from the earth. Um, Really quick. Oh, this just came to my head. I wanted to share this story. It's from a tiny YouTube documentary I've watched a few times and I'm going to link it for you guys in the show notes so you guys can watch. But in this movie... This older gentleman, he's talking, I think he's from Arizona, but he's talking about his childhood and he said he grew up around a lot of Native Americans, I think the Cheyenne tribe. You know what? Maybe he wasn't from Arizona. I'm sorry, I'm getting the story wrong. I think the Cheyenne reservation is in Montana, maybe? Anyways, he talks about visiting his friends and he said that before he entered a teepee, his friend's mother said, take those shoes off, they'll make you sick, which he thought was interesting, that his shoes would make him sick. So in the 1960s, I think, um, the 50s or 60s, synthetic materials started being invented and mass-produced, plastic and rubber. And one of the things that they first did was to put rubber on the bottom of shoes, rubber soles. We were no longer like our ancestors who walked barefoot and no longer like our ancestors who had shoes but were made of natural materials. We then started carpeting our homes and spending more time indoors. We worked in an office building that was 30 stories high or building second floors in our homes, um, taking more airplane rides, sleeping in beds that weren't grounded. Um, Upon waking up in the morning wearing slippers or socks or shoes, we live in insulated, isolated homes. We spend less and less time out in nature and even less time barefoot out in nature. Because honestly, it seems weird, right? Um, It seems weird to not wear shoes. I totally get it because I've seen those guys with no shoes and with dreadlocks walking around and... It seems weird because it's rare, because we always wear shoes. I remember as a teenager, there was this girl in my neighborhood, bless her heart, um, she would walk around barefoot singing like Broadway show tunes and twirling around in her dress and I thought it was weird at the time when, firstly, Amy stopped judging and secondly, jokes on me because she just knew more. She was having fun and she was walking around barefoot barefoot. I don't think we ever just hang out outside barefoot unless we're at the beach or at the pool. But even then, I feel like most of the time we're walking around on rubber or foam flip-flops. And you guys, I'm so not into taking off my shoes in the house. Even in the house, I weirdly think it makes me more productive when I wear shoes in my house. But I feel weird, especially about other people's homes. I get so uncomfortable when I go to a house and their family rule is that you don't wear shoes in the house when they ask me to take off my shoes or worse when there's a sign asking me to. But again, joke's on me because I'm thinking back to that Native American teepee story and the woman telling him to take off his shoes before he entered and that his shoes would kill him. They'd make him sick. I think it's also so interesting, this is just coming to my head, that we have these age-old Eastern exercises and traditions like yoga or tai chi, and they have you practice barefoot. Exercising barefoot allows a pathway for connection to that energy. I get it now. I mean, I'm getting it. I'm always a work in progress. I remember as a kid going barefoot all of the time, so much so that my toes would bleed. I remember it was always upsetting to my family. I had hard feet. I'd run all over the pavement and throughout the neighborhood, just barefoot all the time. And I think most of our barefoot memories are as children, right? But I even think kids are less and less exposed to it now. They're in school most of the day, and when they are outside during recess, they're wearing rubber-soled shoes. I think we forget, like all living things, that we are organisms and we rely on the earth to survive. We're totally dependent on the earth, right? Yet, we've become so isolated from it. We don't spend time with earth. We've become so removed from earth. When we ground, when we are earthing, we're literally drinking up earth's energy, our biofields are aligned with the earth's biofields. When we stand on nature's floor and above us is the ionosphere, we're one with it all, right? Like we're nature and that heals us. Being bioelectrically aligned with the earth is influencing your circadian rhythms It's aligning you with the Earth's rhythms, with lunar rhythms, with seasonal rhythms, cosmic rhythms. Every part of Earth and of life and of space has a rhythm to it. Our rhythm, our circadian rhythm, is embedded into our DNA. Your circadian rhythm is basically, it's your body's clock. It tells you when to sleep, when to wake up. It tells you how much energy to have and when to have that energy. It tells you when to go to the bathroom. If you're super regular in the BM area or bowel, mo- bowel movement department, you guys, funny story. So this is such a tangent. So I one time went on a trip to Greece with my brother and at the time he was in nursing school and for for some reason, I don't even know why, I always do this on vacation I will just talk about our bowel movements way too much because sometimes I get travel gut where I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't gone because I'm just traveling, right? Your circadian rhythm is off. But my brother and I kept asking because he was in nursing school and he was using like nursing lingo. He would say, have you had a BM today? And I knew exactly what he was talking about, but I didn't realize what it meant. I thought BM meant big mess. Like for the whole trip, I thought he just nicknamed it BM like a big mess A BM means a bowel movement. I'm sorry I talked about that for so long. So if you are regular in the BM area, like if you wake up in the morning and that's your go time, that's your circadian rhythm. If you have a hard time going to sleep or maintaining sleep, like if you're waking up throughout the night or if you have a hard time waking up in the morning, Um, poor concentration throughout the day, low energy in the daytime, or if you're staying up all night to work because that's just the habit that you've gotten in and you have daytime sleepiness and irregular bowel movements. These are all indications that your circadian rhythm is off. Um, Jet lag. Jet lag is the perfect example of this. When you're in a different place and your body hasn't synced up to the earth's rhythm there you're feeling off like you're not sleeping as well um your like bathroom cycles are off you're feeling low energy so your biological clock this circadian rhythm it's influenced by nature's clocks like i said when you visit a new place and your body's not used to it being night there or a different time of day your body gets off So if you're feeling off, get into nature. Ground yourself often. Let your body soak up those energetic waves. When you align yourself with earth, it's energy. It's rhythms. You're with that flow. So your rhythms normalize. Because we are nature. We are all one. We are recycled back to the earth. It's very Circle of Life Lion King stuff here. Grounding changes electrical activity in the brain. It reduces stress and anxiety. It eliminates inflammation, like we've talked about, protecting you against disease. It moderates your heart rate, which that in combination with thinning out your blood to a lower viscosity is helping prevent heart disease. It improves blood sugar levels. It boosts your immunity. It reduces chronic pain, it increases your energy, it speeds up healing, it reduces jet lag, it normalizes your circadian rhythm, it helps support your adrenal health, it moderates your weight, it protects the body from EMF, and just like so, so, so much more. So I love it. I love it for your physical health, for your physical well-being. But there's also a spiritual plane that it works on. And here's what I think. You guys, nature is our home. It's our home. We were birthed through it. That's why we call it mother nature or mama earth. She houses us. We survive because of nature, because of this earth. But sometimes I feel like we're those people in Wally, you know, the Pixar movie. We're so far removed from earth, from our home. We're driving our little carts around and relying on technology for everything. We're so far removed from it. Our ancient ancestors were so connected to earth and just had mad respect for it. They realized that they were nature. They weren't separate from it. You guys are nature. I am nature. We're not separate from it. Yeah, we live in a house outside of nature. We've insulated and protected ourselves, but we are nature. Our body is made up of the same elements that make up the earth. And I think it's so cool that our outer universe is a reflection of our inner. That nature mirrors us, right? Like, I think about the percentage of water on this planet. It's the same percentage of the amount of water in your body. The same salt water that flows through the ocean, it's flowing throughout your bloodstream. The oxygen that we breathe, it's a part of this symbiotic relationship that we have with the trees who process our carbon dioxide into new oxygen. The fire within us that heats us up, it's the same kind of energy that's in fires that we build. I remember at that um, Deepak Chopra event I was telling you about, he said that the elements that make up stars are the same that make up our bodies. So we're literally, we're made up of stardust. We are nature and we forget this. So when we get out into nature, it takes us back to our natural selves. It quiets our minds and it opens our hearts you'll feel the connection to all of life around you. Nature will always awaken you. It will heal you. It'll boost your creativity and your mood because nature is home. And like kids want it. They spend all day in nature. Like I know I did as a kid. I was always climbing trees and building forts and I just wonder when did it stop? Oh, I remember learning that when babies are born... It is so vital to hold them close and rock them. And as a mama is holding her baby close to her heart, the baby's heart rhythm begins to normalize because it mimics theirs, it matches theirs. So babies need that contact with their mom to normalize, to regulate. The same to me applies to earth, to mama earth. When we get back to her, we normalize. We start functioning the way we were always meant to. We feel better. We're protected from disease. We de-stress. We totally need it. So guys, I would just ask that you test it out. Try earthing every single day. The longer, obviously, the better. Um, If you can spend like an hour outside barefoot walking around, do it. If you can do 30 minutes, perfect. If all you can do is go outside for five to 10 minutes and breathe deeply, do that. If all you can do is go outside barefoot and take 10 deep breaths, 20 breaths, just make time to be there. Do what you can to get back to nature. And when you're out there, just notice all of the life around you the birds, the breeze. Touch the leaves, touch the flowers, express gratitude. Just connect with it all and sense the oneness of it all. I know it sounds so freaking cheesy and like tree huggerish, but just do it. Connect. Freak. Hug a tree. I promise the benefits will blow you away. If you want a spiritual boost or a creative boost or just feeling stressed or if your body's in pain, get back to nature because we were meant to be there find mama earth again and come back home barefoot ground earth let me know if you guys try it let me know if you make it a part of your daily practice and how it works for you and what you notice i'd as always love to hear about it i absolutely love connecting with you all And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to the Cafe Binge podcast. Until next time, may you notice all the wonderful, beautiful, binge-worthy parts of your day. Squeeze out every last drop, taste them, cherish them, because life was meant to be beautiful. Find me at CafeBinge.com or on Instagram at CafeBinge. to Cafe Binge tonight.